Casey's pulling up his socks like he's coming onto the court. Yep. Sign me in, baby. Let me come into the oh, look over. He's pulling Ready up his roll. socks. Yeah. We Six got man. Game four. <laughs> I see Carpenter. I come in for a charge and then I'm gone. I'm digging this little jazzy jazzy. Nice Wednesday afternoon. Pop hit. Yeah. I'm sure everyone was uh, staying up late trying to figure out what's going on, huh? For sure. I know, yeah. Bree, we're all a little sleepy. We'll, we'll sleepy, but more energized because some of the stocks today and stuff we're going to talk about. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Nice little alley bounce pass behind the back. John Stockton, the Car Malone. Oh, man. Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan. All right, everyone. Let's let them know what they're listening to. You are listening to MLO. Did I just say that same sentence twice? Maybe. I think that might have been a sleepy double tap there. Did you say this in Satan's twice? Uh, I feel like you played it pretty nice, though. <laughs> kind of flowy. But, uh, yeah, we're breaking down. Breaking down. Yeah. Diving about in, unpacking. Journey, review. We're talking about uh, stocks, rates, and real estate. I know, um, you know, I notice a lot of people on social media, too, uh, are appreciating not talking about current events. But this is kind of our job. We got to let people know, right, CK? Yeah, we're... I mean, everyone kind of wants to follow up from our last episode. We talked about, you know, pre-election uh, issues and mm-hmm. same type of things with the stocks and what interest rates are doing and what we are expecting to happen in the next week. You know, it's going to be a long week, but uh, we got some great indicators. And uh, don't be scared. We're going to talk about uh, different rates, real estate, and stocks today. Yeah, don't be afraid. Don't stocks. Be afraid. <laughs> in real estate absolutely and and don't be surprised that you know nothing's happening yet guys right i mean this is 2020 right we've had a year that's not like the year of just right. normal right yeah the election happens it's all done in two hours the votes are counted and we're all good to go like this is 2020 we should have expected an election to take it's actually right. going a lot smoother than right. so uh, it is it is you know for sure but it's just funny to me like you know it, of course we're gonna have a couple day election and that's cool let's just see let's play it out and see what happens you're actually bringing up a thought i didn't even put together or on the agenda but But there are a lot of people who are uncertain and they're scared they think that they're going to lose all the equity in their home and it's easy for us to sit up here where we marinate and work in the the industry all day long and you know we understand the process and very true so that i don't think that there's anything to worry about i actually think no matter regardless of the election route we're still going to be in a great spot not only with real estate but access to really great interest rates and whether you're refinancing buying or selling so i like ditto that man ditto Mm. on that you know that's nice i like that i think i think you're right i think it it's a good time just to relax and enjoy what's going on and hey you know let's just live L-I-V-E, baby. Uh, oh, my gosh. And also, I don't think I've I've heard or used the word ditto since the sixth grade. This is the first time I've ever used it. It worked Dig, out pretty well. Digging deep in there. That's so rad. <laughs> hey, quick shout out, too. I had uh, um, a gentleman by the name of Cody call uh, Friday. Cody from Missouri. A uh, long-time podcast Oh, you got listener. that? Yeah, I picked that up. We had a really nice. good talk about closing costs and breaking down kind of the difference between prepaid taxes, insurance, as well as the hard costs and loan-associated costs. So um, it was super cool to have him reach out and, uh, you know, 
just had never seen us. So I directed him to the Facebook. Is like, hey, if you ain't, if you're just listening, you should be watching too. Yeah. You know. Well, hi, Cody. Yeah, say what yeah. up, Cody. Great guy, super nice, respectful uh, of the time, but also effective conversations. So well, I love for our listeners out there, and you know, people watching us too. That number is th- that important because, like Addie's saying, like I saw that number come through, and I was going to swipe up to answer the call, and all of a sudden it went away, and I was like, oh shoot, maybe they uh, hung up. But you know, Addie had got it because that number goes out to all of us guys so it's going to go out to all four of us uh, and uh it's a great way to just reach out if you have questions like we've always said you know we're here to help you guys so i need to be better though because like when i answered it um because it comes as addy well yeah it comes up (laughs) it comes up on the phone mlo vip or whatever my phone and i just like i'm grinding you know like we do i'm grinding i'm grinding and i just i wear my beats headphones which are bluetooth so i just hit the button on the thing this is addy just like so ridiculous you know cody is hopefully gonna listen to this this is wait is this mlo i was like yeah this is daddy and it just went from there but i need to be like should i what should i say like this is the hotline (laughs) this is a vip i'm like there you go what should i say you have called the vip hotline yeah ready to serve yeah you're you're right though because the other day i i I did it you know it's like it came through and i was like yeah this is casey and um i realized you know oh it was was an mlo you know lead coming in or to ask questions and so i I, yeah i should have been like hey this is casey with mlo happy to help you guys (laughs) (laughs) well it's casey yeah but so uh, if we answer with our first name just know that you're talking to it (laughs) we are the people you're you're in the circle Yeah. 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 yeah well one of the biggest things i'm liking about the calls too is like i'm starting to get all of those numbers come in and the name like the could be so-and-so name which helps because a lot of the time they're like agents escrow whatever checking in or calling me and i don't have their number saved so like this morning just alone denise from whatever title company it showed up there 503 this number denise eh, i won't say your last name and i just answered hey denise how are you i love throwing people off like that i love throwing people (laughs) off is that an iphone thing yeah. Well, yeah. Are you droid? Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, man. You're not getting any of that. Uh, yeah. I think there's three droids on the panel here. When does Apple yeah. take yeah, you off droid. the band list, yeah. Casey? It's, uh, it's called, with that, it's called a slide and guess because you don't know who's calling. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, quite the intro. I mean, that was pretty long, but I like that casual conversation, yep. getting the energy up. So, what's going on with stocks right now, CK? Because, like, I know you were, you've been watching the market, yep. you know, you dabble. Before you jump stocks, why don't you? I mean, what's going on? Presidency, right? Do we got a president elected? Do we not have one elected? I guess we should state that because you don't know when people are going to chime in on this. So it is the day after election. That's right, yes, and sir. it's going to be not announced quite yet. Maybe it will be this evening. We mm-hmm. don't quite know yet. But what we do know is that the stock market's been rallying behind mm-hmm. tech stocks, and we had an increase of about eight hundred points in the last two days of three percent increase. So, well, not only tech stocks, you're seeing. A lot of people also split their money into bonds, which helps interest rates. Yeah, right? it's so it's a weird. It's a weird anomaly to where we're seeing uh, the Dow go up mm-hmm. and interest drops, interest rates for mortgages dropping down mm-hmm. with the uh, mortgage-backed securities. So typically, we see the opposite, but we're seeing some diversity and where funds are being allocated, mm-hmm. and it's you know working out for a lot of people that are looking to lock right now and were on the fence or wanted to wait for the day after the, the elections to lock or see where things are kind of settling down and that's where we're at yeah if you're within like 30 days of closing on a transaction it'd be a good time to reach out to your mortgage advisor and, and if you're floating talk your strategy way, talk about strategy yep. see if if those numbers work for you on that interest rate grid option 
Um, Especially with the end of the year coming up, you know, for sure you want to make sure maybe if you're trying to get something done before the end of the year or maybe with this new change and you don't want to go into the uncertainties of next year with a new president, if that's the case, you know. Well, yeah, probably a lot of refinances. Definitely just have the conversation. Maybe it's a time, maybe it's not, but it's a good good time to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of times, guys, we get asked when's the best time to buy right? Mm. That's a question all the time. When is the best time to buy? Should I be buying now? Should I not be buying now? And the answer that I always tell my business partners and customers is it's the best time to buy when it's best for you. I love that you say that. And that's absolutely the truth. Because even when interest rates were eight, nine, 10, 11, 12%, you know, decades ago, it was still a good time to buy if you needed to buy, right? You needed to, to expand if you're expanding your family or if you had a divorce or something going on and you needed to make that shift and transition. And that's the same right now. So if it's the best time to buy for you, whether it's a family situation or, you know, COVID and homeschooling and such and you need more space or you're trying to downsize and get less space, it's still the best time to buy for you. And to give an example with that, you know, a lot of times we get right now, um, hey, well, I'm waiting, you know, to see if the market goes down and if sales prices go down. Right. right? So just to kind of give you an example, if if the interest rates change, let's say, by a half a percent over the next six to nine months, if they go up a half a percent, the payment on a 450 loan will be the same on a 420 loan with a higher interest rate. Mm-hmm. So if you're just waiting for the sales prices to go down, um, your interest rates go up. You're still at the same payment um, and, and situation that you were before. So ultimately, oh, yeah, it's the best time to buy Come when a, you need to buy. What a good yeah. point. Yeah, and I don't think we've really seen a decrease since like uh, 2011, you know. So that was kind of right. like the when everything started kind of popping back up. Um, so we've had like nine years of increase, you know, of each year of uh, property values going up. So think about that, you know, what you're maybe giving up, like you said, um, you know, maybe it does come down a little bit as far as home prices or they level out, but with, you know, interest rates probably going up, that's going to be a driver of it. And you're going to be stuck in the same kind well, of position. Let's move into that rate yeah. specific conversation yeah. because we have seen a lot of the mortgage backed securities, yeah. which is one of the biggest indicators on what, rate you will be able to get with your lender so we've seen an improvement since the 29th last week right um overall today was the biggest market day day after election right and you've probably seen about on average give or take compliance per loan program this and that per lender i have to put the asterisks on it but about a 0.25 improvement on the interest rate today Mm -hmm. now i'm sure there's a lot of people out there like well i just walked a week a week ago or two weeks ago um and that doesn't mean that that was a bad decision because you completely alleviated any risk however you can't go to your lender and ask for a reprice and most situations meaning like oh i always use the analogy case where it's like well when you go to the roulette table and you pick red and it lands on black do you tell the spinner that you want it black actually you can't do that you didn't hear me man i said black (laughs) (laughs) that's why they do not touch the chips it sounded like a relax to me. That's a red black, man. That's, <laughs> a red a red, black. that's the green. Actually, the one time my wife and I ever did play roulette, we put five dollars down on red or something, and it did the double zero green. It was just like, oh my gosh, wow, that was in reason. You know, I, that takes know that ne- takes the whole table's money. It's just like, oh, really? I, I've never played it. Well, if you put it on oh, yeah. uh, green, get then, you out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Get out there a little task. <laughs> <laughs> <A little task, yeah. laughs> 
Anyways, yeah, we, we've seen the rates steadily improve, and, and a lot of that is a shiftment of maybe junk investment money moving to very secure uh, bonds, precious metals, mortgage-backed securities, which drives down interest rates slightly. But do understand, guys, like the interest rates are set by the lender that you're working with. So you might even have a particular company that might hold strong that we call it, or they're not going to change their rates and they're just going to hold it. Or you might have other companies that adjust and flow with the market or try to earn more business. There is a supply demand microcosm of an economy within the lender side of it all. So, long-winded way of saying like it could be different depending who you're working with. i think you're making a great point though because you're seeing like ck mentioned earlier you know a couple things that we normally see in this market is you know if you're seeing interest rate or if you're seeing stocks you Mm -hmm. know the market kind of rally then you know interest rates maybe go the opposite way but right now you're kind of seeing a a positive on both sides or interest rate being the bond market right so you're seeing a uh, a rally kind of on both sides which is nice and you're making a good point you know it could just be from your investors they're deciding to put you know some of these funds here with their stocks but sure. also some of the garbage stocks that maybe they were in they're going to put it safely with the bonds and you're seeing just a nice diverse of split of their funds into both sectors um I just find it really interesting that, like, remember when Fannie and Freddie had announced the potential 50 basis points adverse market fee? Adverse Which, if you don't know what that is, guys, like, Fannie and Freddie are the two biggest purchasers of conventional loans, and they announced that they want to charge the lenders 0.5% of the total loan amount, and it still hasn't come into place yet. It's scheduled for December, maybe still, right? I'm on track here, right? Yep. Yep. And companies reacted in panic a they wanted everyone to lock like a lot of mortgage advisors called and were telling people to lock and lock in their refi rates and whatnot right. this is specific to refinances right so then on now it's kind of a case by case but a majority of lenders are putting in that 0.5 fee either into the rate so it's slightly higher or the fee or some branches are taking it off of their back end profit my point is there was such a big commotion about that and then today mbs had a 55 to 60 basis point improvement, but no one, it's crickets, crickets out there. It's like, why, this is why, was it, it was you and I who did that, that basis points don't freak out episode Mm -hmm. when that was announced in season one on the podcast. That's right. It's like, take a deep breath. The market will swing or move. It's a, it's a living, breathing organism. And that's why it's so important with the refinance. Just, you know, get with your loan officer and get your application in, get all of your loan docs in so that you can strategize. Be on the offense. Be on the offense, exactly. Because a lot of times you might just be pigeon-toed into that day of locking because, okay, okay. I can't move the loan. I can't can't proceed. Exactly. So it's so important to just, you know, talk to your loan officer, get your stuff in, and then come up with a game plan or a you know, a threshold of where you feel comfortable locking. Mm-hmm. And that way we can work towards that or come up with the idea of how to get there. Um, it's, it's a phenomenal time. So that half a point uh, market rate adjustment that Fannie and Freddie put mm-hmm. on loans funding after this December uh, deadline, you know, that kind of got wiped out in one day, you know, with the uh, mortgage backed securities um, being up 56 basis points. So right. we're almost back to where it was without that, Adjuster. Yeah, we're close to where we were about 45 days yeah. ago. I would want to transition over to uh, Casey and Bree because there's actually been 
a really big opening in the jumbo space market. So uh, all those people out there, if you're jumping into the first episode and you haven't followed us, the conventional loan limit is 510, 400. So we always, I always say 510 just to make it easy, 510,000 borrowed. Anything over that is technically a jumbo loan. If you're trying to do a solitary single mortgage. (laughs) Now, unless you're in a high priced area, we have a lot of Los Angeles Bay area, high priced people. They have certain, adjusters on the higher loan limits but casey brie jumbo loans are back in play this was not a player 60 days ago 90 days ago 120 days ago please dive into this guys because i know us all of us have had a lot of conversations and not only is it back in play with the products but the rates are very appealing for someone in that market rates are phenomenal right now so i think casey can can agree and of course it depends on your credit score and down payment and all of our uh, compliance thing a whole lot of factors there but you know i mean this week alone we're locking them at you know three percent and so for a jumbo um, and right now we have 10% down with no mortgage insurance for a jumbo. So, you know, if you're looking to get in that, you know, 600 and above range and put down 10% uh, or more, of back. course, yeah, the product is back. And, and, you know, that's that those all went away earlier this year with COVID. So those are back and, you know, jumbo underwriting requirements are tighter than what they are conventional. So, so we need to be, you know, noticeable of that and understand that there's more reserves, which means that, you know, we need to make sure that the monthly payment for the mortgage that you have three, six, nine, 12 months or more, depending on your personal financial portfolio of uh, money in the bank aside from your down payment and your closing costs to make up that payment. So there are different underwriting requirements for jumbos. But when, you know, especially in our market, when the average prices are, you know, near 500, if you're looking in that range and have 10% down, it's a fabulous option. Yeah, I think you made a a good point right there because, like, you have markets like ours here, you know, Portland, Oregon, Pacific Northwest, um, you know, Bay Area, stuff like that, where you just have higher Mm -hmm. price points, you know, that jumbo um, financing really comes into a play. Addy's making a great point, you know, early COVID, they did away with, you know, a lot of these options and, you know, maybe that was just due to it being higher level financing, the uncertainties of COVID, risk not tolerance, risk tolerance yes. not knowing, you know, from, from that risk tolerance, mm-hmm. you know, are people going to keep their jobs and stuff like that? So now here you are six months down the road in the COVID pandemic, getting a little bit better understanding people having job, a little bit more, maybe job security at this point, you know, companies can understand. So you are seeing these products come back. It's fantastic, especially giving options like Bree just mentioned, a 10% down with no MI jumbo option out there for, for stuff. You have some killer programs that jumbo, um, it really does, you know, it does require a little bit extra, but it's higher financing, so you have to expect that. But it is a tremendous product with low interest rates right now for clients to buy at high end. Well, and I want to bring this over to Christian because just to put everyone in perspective of the journey of 2020 for Jumbo, it's like March, April, May, you know, interest rates were still incredibly dropping and lowering for conventional, but you were seeing that Jumbo loan not only be really hard to qualify for, the rate was anywhere from 1% to 1.75% above the conventional. And the gap has really tightened. Now it's maybe only 0.25 to 0.5% depending on your down payment credit score, um, whatever your qualifications. That is a huge turn of events. I hope everyone can can consider that. Yeah, I think it's just showing that uh, lenders are having more confidence in the housing market right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing still record increases in equities. And, you know, it's just you know, phenomenal time because interest rates are low. Um, 
you know, with Jumbo coming back into play, you know, we've gone away from going conventional, maybe a piggyback second where it could have a little bit more vault, uh, a little more risk to some of those seconds, you know, because they're attached to prime a lot mm -hmm. of times. So, yeah, it's great to see the Jumbo um, lenders back in there providing great service and being uh, less conservative. Well, and I would say, too, like, I think what happened, because a lot of people want to know the why. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of that is when the pandemic first started to hit, we really didn't know what the economical impact would be. Now we're, like, fast-forwarding six, seven, sure. eight months. I think we all see who gets hit the hardest it's that middle to lower class sure. retail yeah. industry workers fantastic families out there but that really is the classified bucket of people that yeah. are feeling financial hardship from the pandemic more than anyone else when there was an unknown people were like oh the highest paid executives are probably going to get whacked off right. here right, right? Mm -hmm. but those have stayed strong those monopolized companies and industries are thriving mm -hmm. um, and doing well so investors are probably this is all me speculating sure. and guessing it, putting together the fact that like hey that income bracket is probably quite stable here but they have padded it to uh breeze earlier point reserves are real like meaning the amount of cash you have accessibility to and there's an algorithm of liquid retirement stocks and how it's calculated but needing 6 12 18 36 months in some cases depending on credit score down payment and the specific investor that you're subscribing to for the jump alone you got to have payments it's not like the 640 credit score with right. 20 bucks right. in the checking account it is they're hard to put through but they're available well that was a big change too that you that you you know had, had touched on with with jumbos i mean back in covid even the ones that were available is like they were no one could do them. millions yeah. of dollars for reserves like hey we're buying a house we got a hundred grand for a down payment but you got to show a million dollars it was clickbait billboard that you're not yeah. i mean come on so then that coming back to you know six months like that that you're I mean that right there puts that as a program that could not be used probably by most people to can be used by most people so yeah we're really excited that the jumbos are you know not only back they, I mean they've been coming back but with twenty percent down a few months ago when uh, yeah. after COVID mm -hmm. but now back with the ten percent and we're really so excited about that because we have been separating you know when people are buying over that five ten you know financed amount. Um, when they're needing more than that, we've been separating it into a first and second combo, which is definitely not a bad option at all. It's a very workable, nice solution. Um, but if you're buying higher sales prices, right, eight, nine hundred thousand or so, then you've got quite a lot on that second mortgage. And that interest rate is variable yeah, and that can change. Like that. And so, um, you know, over time, that could be an issue. So if we are doing one jumbo and getting a low interest rate, then it offsets the combined rate between the first and second. Well, and I believe, you know, liquidity is pretty keen right now, especially with a lot of things going and people want to have that money, that liquidity to put in different investments. So they're not wanting to put down that 20, 25% or 50% down on a million dollar home. They want to have that money available to use in the stock markets, maybe for real estate or commercial real estate that may have a slide down here in the near future. So that's what I'm talking to my customers about. They're just like, hey, how can I put down the least amount of money, take advantage of the low interest rates mm. and keep my liquidity? And that liquidity is going to help them with the reserves too. So it's kind of a win-win situation for a lot of them. Well, and speaking of that, yeah, I like that because I've noticed that being a huge trend yeah. is people prefer being liquid and liquid meaning not having your money tied up into a house right. or stocks or interest rates. And I think a lot of that really brings 
a sense of security and foundation because this being the year of so many variables, right, Casey? It, it's, so many. It feels good when, okay, if, if something happened to me, I'm able to roll through my overhead for right. three to six months. Yeah, so. yeah. Keep a little savings account, you know, reserve, your own personal reserve account. Um, you know, I think that's always smart. I think, you know, I've tried to do that personally this year just because you don't know, right? We don't know. Right. We're in a year where it's completely different, you know? What you don't so know. You don't, you don't, you don't know. know what you don't know. <laughs> and um, it's much harder later to come out and say, hey, I needed that. I put 20% down, totally. but I really need that 10% yep. back yep. now. It's really hard if there's any kind of job or, or health concerns later. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we talk about in our strategy sessions with all four of us here. Yeah. If, if uh, you know, when customers call, is it great to have that 20, 25% down or whatever that you may have saved, but that's not necessarily the the best way to go when buying your house. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that mortgage strategy call, which everyone at MLO does, we have a certain way of doing things and working with clients where we're going to get to know you um, as a human and potential client and earn your business through advising and investing time in you and not investing time and asking you to just pull your credit so let's let them know how do do they get a hold of us because we've got a special dedicated line yes we do yes we do you know it's a local 503 area code Mm -hmm. 847 90 Three eight. You almost forgot. I saw that in here. This is a phone number out there, guys, that you guys can call or the text music. us anytime yeah. for, you know, personal comments if you want things. No, it's a little infomercial, but we have a number that you can call. It is an MLO number. You can text it. You can call Thank it. Thank you. And we do get it often, so please hit us up. It goes to every single one of us. One of us is going to slide. Addy yeah. got it before I did yeah. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. But that yeah. number is... 503-847-9038. And just right. for the record, 847 is VIP. Yes, right. Now, we, don't, we used to say VIP, VIP but then, cool. then we're like, <laughs> oh, no one knows. But we want you to know it is VIP. It is VIP. VIP. That's yeah. VIP. And you are the VIP. Yeah, that's right. Very important. Yeah, very important. Person. And anyone that's jumping in right now, we're, we're just uh, going over kind of well, we were calling it post-election, kind of a post-mid-still-election episode. Talking, day after election day. Day after election, talking stocks, rates, and real estate. That's and right. we're kind of just touching in. Uh, on that last part of it, the real estate, I mean, you know, personally, I mean, in the last couple of days, guys, I've had uh, a handful of clients reach out that were on the fence. They just said, you know, the heck with it. We don't want to deal with uncertainty. We like where rates are at because guys are still very low. And we went and they went ahead and just pulled the trigger. So I'm seeing that, you know, that's just a personal, you know, side of mine. And, and then you got some that aren't locking and are going to start the process, but want to float and see what happens. Right. So right. the activity this week so far, and it's still midday Wednesday is, is quite a lot yeah right, right. <laughs> kind of insane huh yeah th- i mean the wheels are all still turning in the industry i i'm seeing a lot of people a little at least i do a lot of relocation so people move into the the portland and vancouver well, washington hesitant. area and it's no it's more like um covid plays a bigger role yeah like they're all just like that's the main thing is it our is. lives right now covid the pandemic um we still have a supply and demand so a lot of it's going to depend on what area you're in um there's some fun. blogs and stuff we tried right. to research it talking about people moving to the farmlands but we couldn't really find any like data to support that right it's more about it, conversations like, that we're having with our clients yeah, is you like, know i got people that i'm refinancing like Man, I don't know if I'm gonna keep this house. We're thinking about, you know, mm-hmm. getting some acreage and this and that. So, yeah, it's more about just, you know, what people are talking about, what what your sphere is talking about, what we're, you know, what's, 
you know, top of mind. And so, yeah, I think people are wanting, you know, something maybe larger, something a little bit different. And, mm -hmm. you know, they're going to wait for post-election to kind of make some of those decisions, you know, and see some of the data that's coming out and see what rates are going to do and what housing pri prices are going to do. But, you know, that's going to take a while for those mm -hmm. things to kind of trickle down. What we do know right now is that, you know, interest rates are phenomenal mm -hmm. and that your house right now is probably worth more than it is has ever been. So there's a great opportunity to take out that equity and move up or move down mm -hmm. um, in the real estate market. And for some of those people that are on the fence, uh, you know, that are kind of worried about what's going to happen with COVID. Mm -hmm. Should it, is it a good time to move my family into a new place? And, you know, that's why we're seeing a lot of the renters kind of stay put right now. But mm -hmm. I think you're going to see people get off the fence with uh, as long as these rates keep on tracking. And it's going to be a different winter uh, in real estate than we've seen in a while. Yeah, I like that. I think the uncertainty part is big. Like you see this even four years ago. Uh, there's a large percent of people that just don't want to make a change so they know what happens right. with the changing of the guard, if you will. Right. I'm really trying not to use the E word, election, because right. it boots us off certain dun, things. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. But anyways, th there's always a reduction of purchasers when there's a percentage of uncertainty. Yep. So it's like, oh, I could get a deal. But the problem is it's combated with a, a supply problem. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, okay, well, there's less people listing because it's the off season and uncertainty and there's less buyers. So it's right. almost a wash in the sense of what we're seeing. I would say a little less crazy bidding. Yes. A little... It's right. still fast, fast and furious Tokyo sure. Drift, but <laughs> it, it's just not, I don't know how to explain it. You know, well, help well, me out here. I like, the, I like the beauty of it because you have the different well, you're stuff. You're getting all. Like, you, you have so the now. different stuff. Like, like CK's mentioning though, like I had clients that this year, you know, uncertainty. So it's like, Hey, we had some properties with lower loan balances, cash mm -hmm. out refinance on one that's got good equity and paid off a couple of the properties, reduced their overhead debts. Right. Or I got a couple that are wanting to see what the market's going to do because maybe, like CK mentioned, that commercial real estate will be that play of investment opportunity. Yeah. So let's find out like where mm -hmm. that goes and watch it. Or you got, you know, a couple where it's just, what is you know interest rates? Well, we know they're low. Where is it at? Okay. That makes sense now. Maybe let's see where it goes and see if we can save more or we're comfortable and let's just pull the trigger where it's at. So that's the beauty because it's like people – you know, you got stuff that might happen now, might happen later, but this kind of uncertainty, I think, creates um, different views for people to look at what they want to do financing, move up, move down, yeah. consolidate or what, but there's just options out there. Well, people are going right. to take advantage of this for sure. If you really thought about it, made some plays, positioned yourself correctly, uh, there's going to be some opportunities one way or the other. If it's not in residential real estate it might be in the stock market. If it's not the stock market, it might be in commercial real estate. You got to think about all the people that own some of these apartment complexes and not, and maybe not been getting those rent checks because of COVID. They may be just done. You know, I'm done after this thing's over. I'm just, you know, tired. And there's going to be some new players that come in and be able to swoop up and can come up with a better strategy or just be able to take on that um, wave if COVID keeps coming, you know. But I think there's, definitely going to be some opportunities and back to the point of being liquid it's just a talk of everybody right now that i'm talking to is like how can i position myself in case uh the other foot drops and i you know i can take advantage of something and it's both the same things as stock market and real estate is what Chris, I'm yeah and christian you're right there's so much opportunity right now and what we're seeing a lot 
is that now, you know, the beginning of COVID and throughout the middle of it, really, you can call it a middle because are we in the middle or not, right? (laughs) We don't know yet. But, um, you know, at least beginning in in March, right, when the shutdowns in March 11th and 12th happened and so on, and then throughout the end of the summer, a lot of this uncertainty, not only the health part, was the job part. And the job part moves so much. Well, what we're finding now are people are starting to relax a little bit and say, okay, I still have my job or I have my job on these hours and limited, but I'm working from home. So what we're seeing is a lot of people choosing and, and, you know, as long as their employer is okay with that, since everyone's working remotely pretty much, um, to move outside of the areas and to move into urban, uh, excuse me, suburban areas and rural areas. And with that, you know, we've got people moving to Idaho, but their job is based here, you know, in Portland. And we've got people moving all throughout the country now because they can work anywhere. So some of that, some of that is, you know, relaxing a little bit and saying, okay, I can buy this next house and move over here and do this because I know I'm going to be able, I know I'm going to have to work remotely for a while. Right. So, Having that that kind of boundary line, so to speak, as far as moving outside of cities and into the suburban areas is really big. And so we're seeing those growth out um, happening and a little bit of relaxing and people saying, okay, we can buy now because we know we're going to have a job. Yeah, we I love that. Hope we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah, not to tie together too much of the election stuff, but the relocation tied to real estate is actually somewhat apparent on the electoral map. If you look at, like, say, Arizona, which has been a traditionally voted red state, and Colorado at the same, which went red-purple to uh, now blue, according to the day after. Very interesting. And uh, you're seeing anywhere from 400 to 500,000 new voters. I think a lot of that has to do with relocation. I think people coming from California, coming from the Pacific Northwest. Um, So you're seeing a little bit of, a little more spread of the paint on the canvas. You're getting an implant of different people from one place to another place and that is just fantastic can, yeah it's, it's californians <laughs> and it's fun and it's, it's great right? <laughs> we love it. it's fun to like hey i can go you know live in a different or live in a different city and try something out and expand my family or whatever it is and, yeah. and still work it's fun it's fun i think this was yeah. a good episode I think I just cursed yeah. on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> now, everyone, like, we really, this was a tough one for us because we want to be sensitive to yep. current events. We don't want to bore you, but we want right. you to take away some really important things, especially yep. people who are right in the middle of refinancing, buying a home, relocating. Mm-hmm. This is really important information for those people. Um, tell them, what, if you, give us our little line about listening and watching. You're you know, great at that, if you're If you're watching out there, you got to get to listening. And we got our podcast. We got to put out there on all the platforms so you want to get it on spotify get it on spotify you want it on apple uh apple podcast get on apple podcast iHeartRadio, whatever platform amazon 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 now i mean what? you might even be able to buy like a dvd package soon i don't even know if they make dvds anymore hey jeff how are you yeah <laughs> hey jeff and then it's like hey if you are listening well why don't you try checking us out? See what we look like. Come yeah, on to Facebook. Yeah. See what these faces look like. I'm growing a beard for you guys now. I mean, that's different. <laughs> yeah, I got a call on that too. If they want us to clean. They're just it like up. here, nah, scratching up against the mic every time. <laughs> what do you call it? No, no shave. shave November. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, shave November. So you know, MLS here for you guys. And all we do is try to put out some content that we want you guys to enjoy, and we'll help you guys in real estate or life. Yeah. But yeah, it's awesome. And let's do remind them one more time how to reach out to us. 
Yeah, it reaches on our VIP number. It's 503-847-9038. And just to let everyone know, you've been listening to MLO. And until next time, everyone, stay safe, stay chill. Hit us up if you need us. Hit us up, you and the deuces, Jesus. I want to see you clapping when you get about to sleep. It's time to make it happen when we hit these trees. I'm coming in.